Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello and welcome to the podcast edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here on your favorite podcast location, whether it's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. We greatly appreciate you downloading or listening to the podcast and also subscribing as well. Really important to know, we really would appreciate you if you subscribe to the podcast by uh, subscribing. Anytime a new podcast is up and available, you will get a notification to know that the latest edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast is available and uh, thank you so much as i mentioned for taking the time it's alfie here bringing you this week's edition of the southern race week radio podcast and we have a very exciting edition of the podcast coming up for you this week i will run down the guest list here momentarily for you but before we do that i want to bring you your racing recap of all the racing action all the racing action that occurred last weekend and the only race series that was in uh, in action last weekend was the NASCAR Xfinity Series and Cup Series. They are in action at Talladega Super Speedway for another exciting edition of uh, Super Speedway Racing. And i got to tell you, it did not disappoint the loyal NASCAR nation who attended the race at Talladega or those watching on television. But uh, before we break things down, let's uh, take a look. Now, the Truck Series were not in action at Talladega, but I wanted to bring you the current standings. The top 10 drivers in the standings, as you know, will be racing for the championship later on this year. Zane Smith with two wins on the season is your number one ranked driver. Corey Hines is second with a win on the season. Christian Eckes in third with a win. And Carson Hosever is qualified fourth with a win into the playoffs. Positions 5 through 10 are in via points right now. That's Ty Majeski in fifth. Ben Rhodes sixth. Grant Enfinger seventh. Matt Crafton in eighth. Tanner Gray ninth. And Matt Benedetto rounding out the top ten. Over the Xfinity Series, Jeb Burton won his second career Xfinity Series race at Talladega Super Speedway in a Saturday crash fest that had two red flag stoppages and took more than three hours to complete. Burton won in double overtime, driving for Jordan Anderson Racing, which scored its first career victory when Burton crossed the finish line. And Burton was unable to do a victory burnout because he broke the transmission on his Chevrolets. Congratulations to Jeb Burton there on the win. Sheldon Creed was your runner-up. Parker Klingerman, who finished dead last to start the race, finishing in third. Cole Custer in fourth. And Brennan Poole rounding out the top five. And take a look at the current standings right now in the Xfinity Series. Of course, the top 12 drivers will advance uh, into the playoffs. Austin Hill with three wins on the season as your number one ranked driver. John Henry Nemechek is second with two wins on the season. Chandler Smith in with third with a win. Sammy Smith in fourth in with a win. And Jeb Burton with his win at Talladega has now qualified himself into the playoffs as he's the fifth ranked driver. Positions 6 through 12 are into the playoffs right now via points. That's Riley Herbst in sixth. Josh Berry seventh. Justin Allgaier in eighth. Cole Custer ninth. Sheldon Creed is tenth. Daniel Hemrick is eleventh. And Parker Klingerman rounding out the top 12. Over to Cup Series action, running low on fuel and unsure he could make it to the end of a double overtime finish. Kyle Busch and his new Richard Childers racing team debated their late race Talladega Super Speedway strategy. If he stopped for a splash of gas, Busch would surrender valuable track position and essentially concede any chance at racing for last Sunday's win. 
not stopping meant he'd be in the front of the field for the final restart, but with zero guarantee he had enough gas to complete the two laps or challenge for the victory. As the debate raged, crew chief Randall Burnett called Bush in for fuel at the last second. The gamble and miscommunication paid off when Bush won under caution and in double overtime for his second win of the season and second to Talladega 15 years after his other victory on NASCAR's biggest and fastest track. Ryan Blaney was your runner-up, Chris Busch your finishing third, Chase Briscoe in fourth, and Brad Keselowski rounding out the top five. Taking a look at the current point standings in the Cup Series, Kyle Larson with two wins on the season as your one, number one ranked driver. Kyle Busch also with two wins as your second driver. William Byron with two wins is third ranked on the standings. Positions four through seven are into the playoffs right now via a win. That's Christopher Bell in fourth, Tyler Reddick in fifth, Joey Logano sixth, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in seventh. And then spaces eight through 16 are into the playoffs right now via points. That's Ross Chastain in eighth, Kevin Harvick ninth, Martin Truex Jr. in tenth, Ryan Blaney eleventh, Alex Bowman in twelfth, Denny Hamlin thirteenth, Brad Keselowski fourteenth, Chase Briscoe fifteenth, and Chris Buescher rounding out the top 16. In the IndyCar Series standings right now, Marcus Erickson is your number one ranked driver, Pedro Award, Alex Palau, Joseph Newgarten, and Kyle Kirkwood are your top five drivers in the 2023 IndyCar Series standings. And to check out the standings for the NHRA Series, just head on over to NHRA.com and click on standings for all those details. And coming up this weekend, all three series will be in action. The IndyCar Series, NHRA, and NASCAR as the NHRA Series will be in Charlotte, North Carolina for the Circle K 4-Wide Nationals. That will be April 28th through the 30th. And check over at NHRA.com and TV schedule to check out the times and stations carrying all the NHRA action. And then over to the IndyCar Series, they'll be in action on April 30th for the Children's of Alabama Indy Grand Prix, a 3 p.m. green flag for that event. NBC Peacock and Sirius XM Radio will have all the coverage for you. And then over to NASCAR, the Xfinity Series will be in action on Saturday, April 29th at the Dover Motor Speedway for the A-Game 200. 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time is when the green flag will drop. FS1 will have the television coverage, and the Performance Racing Network, along with Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90, will have the radio coverage for you. And then the Cup Series, also in action at Dover on Sunday, April 30th, for the Worth 400. 2 p.m. Eastern Time is when the green flag will drop there. You can catch the race on FS1 the Performance Racing Network, and Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. And as I mentioned, we have another star-studded edition of the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast. Coming up for you this week, we will hear from Scott Cooper, the Senior Vice President of Communications for Charlotte Motor Speedway, and then also the Director of Operations for the Cars Tour Series, Keely Dembinski, and then also Doug Rice of the Performance Racing Network. All that coming up for you this week here on the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast. This is Alan Kavana. You're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Sun the Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Sun the Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie. As we continue on with this brand new week's edition of Sun the Race Week Radio along with the Sun the Race Week Radio podcast, and we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot hotline. He is the Senior Vice President of Communications over at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Scott! Man, 
And Alfred, you have got to send me that on tape just so I can cue it up at my house when I've had a bad day. I can call my wife ahead of time and say, play this as soon as you hear me pull into the garage. This is going to put me in a better mood. Well, hey, well, Mr. Cooper, we always say when we have a big deal guest on this program, we got to give him a big deal introduction. <laughs> so we appreciate it when you take the time to uh, join us here on uh, Southern Racing Radio. You can always tell your big bosses up there in Charlotte, like, if they ever need a PA announcer. I'm always available. So uh, you There know. you go, man. You are in. I love it. <laughs> well, we'll really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on a Southern Race Week Radio. As the city of Charlotte, a lot going to be going on here over the next uh, few months. And coming up here next weekend, you're going to be welcoming the NHRA into town for the Circle K four-wide nationals, April 28th through the 30th. ZMAX Dragway, which is right down the road from Charlotte Motor Speedway. And this is always huge. NHRA is uh, definitely something that if you're a racing fan or if you love speed, you definitely want to go out, get your tickets, and and enjoy it. And it's unfortunate, Scott, because Atlanta, we used to have Atlanta Dragway. We used to have an NHRA event. But now we've lost that race for a couple of years. And Charlotte, not that far away from Atlanta and our southeastern markets, to head out there if you're into uh, not only NHRA but four-wide NHRA racing, which is always fascinating to watch the four-wide racing. Alfred, you got it, brother. I mean, uh, hey, all those drag racing fans that were looking forward on an annual basis to something around Atlanta, they can hop on 85. Come on up to Charlotte. Have a good time with us next week. You know, NHRA four-wide nationals, our Circle K event, this is only one of two four-wide events that take place for NHRA every year. Of course, they just ran a little over a week ago at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Uh, Tony Stewart got his first win in the top out. Alcohol division. He's actually running top alcohol for the entire season this year. So it was great to see a guy with that NASCAR in his blood to be able to cross over and do so well in the NHRA. And of course, you know, he's got two drivers running one in Top Fuel and his wife Leah Pruitt. And then he's also got a funny car in Matt Hagen. Hagen won the event at Las Vegas. He's been a winner here at Charlotte before. So he's definitely going to be one to watch heading into next, next week. But, um, you know, you can't. You can't count out the six-time champion when it comes to Z-Max Dragway at Charlotte Motor Speedway. John Force has actually won the four-wide nationals for the last two years running. So he's got to come into this event, no matter where he is in the points, as the favorite. And, um, you know, he's certainly the fans' favorite, no matter where he is point-wise. But he's got a great record here when he races at Charlotte, and we always look forward to this four-wide event. I mean, hey, 44,000 horsepower going (laughs) zero to 300-plus in less than four seconds. It's amazing. April 28th through the 30th. Just head on over to uh, NHRA.com. You can purchase tickets there and head on over to CharlotteMotorSpeedway.com and uh, get your ticket information as well. And then it's not going to be that much after the big event, the Memorial Day weekend, Coca-Cola 600 at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. One of the most prestigious and most amazing events as far as patriotism goes as we celebrate uh, the Memorial Day weekend. And the Coke 600 always uh, never disappoints as far as the event of man versus machine 600 miles around Charlotte Motor Speedway, and then the great patriotism that goes on with this amazing event, Scott. We take so much pride in that every year. I mean, that is truly what is in the DNA for those of us that work here at Charlotte Motor Speedway, for the annual fans that come back year after year after year for the Coca-Cola 600. It's our chance to say thank you 
pay tribute to those that have given the ultimate sacrifice in service to our country and also those that are all active duty as members of our U.S. Armed Forces, our veterans. Veterans, military, get a 15% off discount to any ticket to the Coca-Cola 600. Um, kids for that day get in for only $10. Uh, it is such an affordable opportunity to come and just say thanks and get an incredible NASCAR race on top of it. And, you know, that's the only time of the year that we get the opportunity to actually throw the red flag in the middle of the race like we've done in the last several years and bring all the cars down pit road, have a moment of remembrance for about 30 seconds there in the middle of the race, national television with Fox. It is such a special opportunity for us to be able to just take a pause and say thank you to those that really deserve it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, Alfred, if our U.S. military doesn't do what it does, then guess what? You don't get to do what you do. I don't get to do what I do. The racers, the drivers don't get a chance to do what they do. And so it's really special for us to run that race every year and put the name of a fallen U.S. serviceman or woman across the windshield and just recognize them, remember them, remember their families through the 600 miles of remembrance. Always something special at the Coca-Cola 600. And even more special this year because it's the 75th year for NASCAR. So we're going to do some really special stuff here. We've got the Doobie Brothers are doing our pre-race concert. We've got Jake Owen doing a concert on Saturday night on Circle K Speed Street in our fan zone right outside the Speedway. So any ticket for the weekend, a Friday truck race ticket, a Saturday Alsco 300 ticket, or a Sunday Coke 600 ticket gets you into the Jake Owen concert on Saturday night. And his newest album is going to drop Friday of Memorial Day weekend. So he'll not only have his classic favorites, he'll have some new music to share with the race fans too. So, um, so much to look forward to around the Coca-Cola 600. Uh, last year, we sold out all the grandstand seating for the Coca-Cola 600 early during race week. I will share with you, we are pacing well ahead of where we were last year. So anybody that is thinking about coming to the Coca-Cola 600, I'd encourage you, man, buy those tickets now, make your plans, come up to join us Memorial Day weekend, and again, enjoy an entire three-day weekend, triple header trucks, Xfinity, Cup Series, come have a good time at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So as you said, get those tickets, go on out over to charlottemotorspeedway.com or call 800-455-FANS. That's 1-800-455-FANS. Speaking with Senior Vice President of Communications for Charlotte Motor Speedway, Scott Cooper, I do want to talk to you about the All-Star Race at North Wilkesboro. You mentioned the 75th anniversary of NASCAR, and North Wilkesboro are one of those tracks that started that 75-year history of NASCAR. And you guys have taken a, a track that looked demolished, that looked like no one would ever want to do anything with this facility. And Marcus Smith and SMI took the lead. Tell us about some of the upgrades uh, and renovations that have been done in North Wilkesboro to prepare for the, the all-star race this year. Alfred, this has just been such a blessed opportunity for our company. Um, I mean, you know, the track last ran a NASCAR race in fall of 1996. So it's been nearly 27 years since NASCAR raced at North Wilkesboro Speedway. And as you mentioned, North Wilkesboro was one of the original NASCAR racetracks. 
So 75 years ago, they were on that first season schedule. So for us to be able to have the opportunity, and we're very thankful because we couldn't be doing what we're doing right now without a lot of federal, state, and local community support. Not only the fans that have kept the dream alive that NASCAR would come back to North Brooksboro Speedway one day, but um, you know, in the midst of the pandemic when the American Rescue Plan came into play, and there was a lot of money that was out allocated to the state of North Carolina to be able to do some things to help stimulate business, stimulate tourism, do some things to get things going again in the midst of the pandemic. And the state and local officials were very supportive of allocating some money to renovate and start to bring back North Wilkesboro Speedway. So we've taken what they allocated, we've added to it, and we're doing something special. And the transformation of the place is absolutely phenomenal. If you look at our official North Wilkesboro Speedway social media accounts. You can go back through the threads, through the timelines, go to the website, NorthWilkesboroSpeedway.com. You can see some of the pictures throughout the past several months. But we are going to have the ultimate mix of old and new and try to really do something that if you were thinking about it in the car world, Alfred, you'd say we're creating a resto mod. We're trying to take something and keep it looking and feeling classic and nostalgic, but making it work like new. And when you consider what was what, what we had to work with, that even though we are maintaining a lot of the old signage, fans are going to walk into those gates and one of the first things they're going to see is a giant Winston Cup sign that's been on the back of one of the buildings there for decades. Um, we're not only going to keep a lot of the old signage, the grandstands are still the original grandstands that were in the facility when it closed in 1996, and the actual track surface is the track surface that was last paved in 1981. So people are going to feel nostalgic. It's going to be like going into you know Fenway Park or Soldier Field or you know Lambeau or something like that when you look at some of the other sports, but. We've also had to put in a lot of things that are brand new. You know, there was no Internet back in 1996. There was no fiber. You know, there were no lights. And we're running the NASCAR All-Star Race on Sunday night, May 21st. So we've put in a high-tech LED lighting system. We have renovated, we've renovated the original structures that were the suites that are there for the facility. We've built a new hospitality area in turn four. Um, and we've had to put in brand new safer barrier. We've had to put in a brand new outside wall. And we've had to put in a brand new catch fence because that stuff just wasn't up to par for what it needed to be for this event. It's going to be a fantastic week and weekend to kind of step back into history. And, uh, and and tickets are still available. So you can go to NorthWilkesboroSpeedway.com and still buy tickets for the entire weekend, including the All-Star Race, and be a part of history joining us coming up next month. Hey, everyone. It's Jeb Burton, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie as we continue on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And I've been working around the clock, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Myself, everyone here working at Southern Race Week Radio, we've been wanting to get this guest on since we started the new season back in January. But she's been one of the craziest, most busiest women in motorsports right now, as she is the director of operations for the Cars Tour Series. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's welcome in, as I mentioned, the busiest woman 
in motorsports, Miss Keely Dubinsky. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. I feel like I've been a pain in your side. No, no. (laughs) Because I've been trying to get you on the program here all year because of, uh, I said it before we went on the air here, just how proud I am of you and what you've accomplished with the Cars Tour Series. And you guys now become big time as you've been Dale Jr., Jeff Burton, Kevin Harvick, Justin Marks of Trackhouse Racing have all pulled their money together and are now your bosses. They're basically running the Cars Tour Series. Or actually, they're like the faces of the Car Tour Series. You're literally running the Car Tour Series. So tell me about this experience because we started talking maybe about a year or so ago. I think it might have been the first time you've been on the program. Just kind of tell us a little bit about the Cars Tour Series to our listeners. And now I think everybody knows about the Cars Tour Series at this point. Tell me about the the journey it's been for you since the wrap-up of last season, the purchase of the Cars Tour Series, and now in the middle of another great season for you guys. Well, I will tell you. First, I am so happy to have finally had a break in my schedule to come on the show. Uh, you know, Love talking with you, as always. I will say, this is the craziest adventure that I could have ever imagined myself on um you know we we went from just you know your average touring series I mean I myself and Jack and the rest of the people at the tour like we always believed that it was something special but to be able to have this new powerhouse group of owners believing in it the same way that we do and then just to see the new heights that it's taken us to I mean I it's it's a lot of work <laughs> but thankfully I um I love what I do I wake up every single morning just ready to get to work and I know your schedule's hectic you're pretty much from the time the sun is rising to the times the sun is setting you're basically on the phone you're making things happen you're making events happen you know you got races you're looking forward to and you have a, you know you got hickory this weekend and then you'll have, uh, I think, Ace in a few weeks. And then the big one, you'll be back in North Wilkesboro. Uh, and, and a part of the All-Star Race week of events, which is crazy. Now, last year, you guys kind of debuted North Wilkesboro with the Cars Tour Series. And it was great because Dale Jr. participated in that race. And I think that kind of opened the door for people to want to know what this Car Tour Series was all about. And now he's purchased a bit of an interest in it, with, along with these other great future hall of fame drivers i'm sure of and now you guys are on a whole different level now so as far as the day-to-day operations compared to what they were last year what do you feel has been the the biggest obstacle the biggest thing that you think you've accomplished uh so far this season i think that as far as like the the day-to-day operations everything is the exact same that we've been doing it but it is heightened to such a new level like there's it's so much more articulate and i think that i think the biggest challenge that i would say right now is you know jack and i put a lot of pressure on ourselves um to try to make sure that this continues being such a great series because honestly like i said before we always believed it was and now that we have the attention from (laughs) the world it's like Oh, okay. We got to still make sure that every, all of our ducks are in a row as always. I mean, the car counts are rising to an extreme level. 
I mean, it's, it is just so much fun to be doing this and, you know, just meeting all of the new competitors and um, even, you know, just people that we would have never dreamed of wanting to come and race with us. You know, at Wilkesboro, we have Dale Jr. and Harvick. And there's a couple more that I think are going to really shock people, not just in Wilkesboro, but throughout the rest of the season. Like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> Speaking with the director of operations for the Car Tour Series, Keely Dubinsky, on this week's episode of uh, Southern Race Week Radio. And in just a few weeks and a month or so, we're going to be in North Wilkesboro. And you guys have the honor of being part of that that special All-Star Weekend, the 75th anniversary of NASCAR, the All-Star Race being back at North Wilkesboro Speedway. We've seen the improvements. We've seen the renovation that has gone on at the track. I know you've been on site checking out things and, and seeing how the progress has come. To know that you're a part of that week of events, as you said, Dale Jr. will be a part of you guys. Kevin Harvick will be there. That's got to be quite a special thing for you to know that you're going to be a part of that all-star race week of events leading up to the race on, on that Sunday. Yeah, I think, honestly, it's working with Speedway Motorsports is not something I ever thought that we would be doing. Um Jessica over there, I mean, just everybody over there has been so helpful. And it's really cool to see because they have such a special event going on with the All-Star Race. And that's huge in itself. But for them to be taking the time and extending their resources and helping us, you know, make sure that our event is just as special. Well, looking at the schedule, April 22nd, as we mentioned, we had Hickory Motor Speedway in Hickory, North Carolina, May 5th at the uh, Ace Speedway there in North Carolina. And then Mar May 17th, uh, North Wilkesboro Speedway. Um, there for the your guys event there for the car tour series now Akili, um if our listeners want to get information about events coming up in the car tour series what you guys got on deck news events information where can we steer them for all anything that needs to do with the cars tour series all of our social media platforms at cars tour uh cars racing tour.com for our website i will say we have some insane news that we are going to be leaking here within the next two weeks um, regarding a couple of the upcoming events. One thing I do want to say is Tri-County on May 27th is actually our 100th late model stock race. So we have we have some insane news for that one and we are so excited to share it. So stay tuned on all of our platforms because you just never know what you're going to find. Well, Keely, it's uh, I'm really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. You're a great friend of the show, and we're just so proud of what you've done with the Car Store Series to make it what it is today. You are one of those founding, I guess, members of this thing, and now you've taken to a whole other level. So just congratulations to you guys, and looking forward to seeing what the rest of the season holds out for you guys in the Car Store Series. Well, absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you for all of your support. Um, to all the listeners, thank you for all of your support as well. We hope to see you at the track soon. This is Mason Massey, driver of the number 91 Chevrolet. You're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie. As we continue on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, and I'm very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot hotline. He is the main play-by-play -play voice for the races that are carried on the Performance Racing Network for NASCAR coverage of Xfinity Series and Cup Series Racing as well. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Doug Rice. Mr. Rice, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week. On Southern Race Week Radio, hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. 
I am, Alfie. Thanks a lot for asking me to come on. I always enjoy it. Uh, we always appreciate you. We take the time, sir. And uh, a lot that I want to get to with you over these next couple of minutes, but for us here in the Atlanta market, we are very excited. Chase Elliott is back on the track. He was at Martinsville this past weekend uh, looking over some of the numbers that the network numbers actually had a little bit of a boost. He said uh, in a recent interview that I, I heard him talk about that he's not going to slow down what he does, that he's not going to stop doing extracurricular activities for, because for him it's a, a way for him to unwind and get away from the the, the hustle of, of, a, of a long NASCAR Cup Series season, especially with a season where there's not many off weeks as we've had uh, in past years. Uh, what are your thoughts on Chase's comments about that? And you think it's all right that, you know, he got hurt doing something that he enjoys to do? I don't think you can ask these drivers to go home and sit on the couch. They've, they've got to be able to live their lives. And who's to say that Chase doesn't fall on the fall off his bike riding down the street and break his ankle? Uh, I, I'm okay with it. I, I think you have to go within reason. Um, I don't know that I would want my driver riding a motorcycle, but that's just a personal feel I have about that. But, uh, you know, you got you got to live your life. You cannot wrap yourself up and never leave your room. So I'm okay with that. And I think, I think there were two reasons that there was a rating bump at Martinsville. One is that Chase Elliott was back. The biggest fan base we have finally had a reason to tune back in and their guy was there. Uh, you know, if, if the Braves aren't playing on TV, I don't watch baseball. So and I think a lot of people feel that way about their driver. My driver's not there. I'm not watching the race. The other, the other key was that race last year at Martinsville was a Saturday night race. This was a Sunday day race. There's more eyeballs available. So two things there. But it's good. it was nice to see a bump in the TV ratings, that's for sure. Now, I know the Motor Racing Network will be carrying the All-Star Race, but Performance from the Racing Network will not. But you're going to be on hand. You have the great honor of being in the press box. You're going to be kind of calling the race there for the, the crowd locally. Is that the correct way you're going to be doing there this year? Yeah, that's right. I'll be one of the PA announcers. Brad Gilly, I think Lenny Batiki, that I believe you've had on your show, will help us out. Tim Pac-Man. Uh, we, we all kind of just raised, raised our hands and said, we want to be a part of this. What can we do? And so uh, we'll, we'll be working PA, which is how I got started in all this 40 years ago, doing PA at an at a eighth-mile go-kart track. So it'll be fun. It's, it's, it's going to be neat. The uh, grand marshals, co-grand marshals, one of them is Daryl Walter, and the other one's Richard Petty. And it's befitting that the guys that won more races there than anybody else, I'm glad they're still both here, are going to show up and be the grand marshals for the thing. It's just it, – it, going to be nice they're they're reaching out to a lot of drivers that race there i think there will be a huge contingent of legends of hall of famers and it's going to be a special time now we're going to be at talladega this weekend which is always a wild card race but in the following week for the first time ever the performance racing network you guys are going to be delivering coverage from dover so you'll be seeing miles the monster how big is that for you guys at the performance racing network and how excited are for you guys to get together, head to Dover for the first time ever to check out racing action in the Cup Series. I know, I know some of my folks are really excited. They have never been to that speedway at all. I've been there a couple of times. I did. I actually did the one and only IndyCar race there. I anchored that for the Indy Radio Network and, and have worked some other occasions up there. But I, our team's really geeked about it. I mean, it's a new venue. It's a new experience. Uh, and I think that, one of the reasons they're so excited is we are staying next door at the casino that's adjacent to the speedway. So when we get up and in the morning, 
we don't have to get in rental cars and drive to the racetrack. We can literally walk a quarter of a mile and, and be ready to go to work. So pretty excited about that. I'm looking forward to it. It's, all, it's, a, new, it's a new chapter for us. Speaking with Doug Rice here, the lead play-by-play voice of the Performance Racing Network on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. Now we've had a handful of races in the season completed, Doug. Um, we got we got two drivers who have two wins on the season. Uh, Kyle Larson even said after the post-race interview that he feels that he could get up to double-digit wins uh, this season. If possible, he feels like he could have had maybe a couple of wins on top of the two that he's already had. Um, now that we're up at this point, is there any one driver or team that's really jumping out at you, or do you feel that things are still kind of jumbled together and there's no really one driver that's out there kind of saying, hey, this is my this is my season, this is going to be my cup this year? Well, we've had nine races. Four of them have been won by Hendrick Motorsports. William Byron and, and Kyle Larson both have won a couple of races. Chase Elliott has been out. Chase will win a race when he comes back. And I think Alex Bowman will probably grab one. So that, that team, that organization is at the top of the pyramid. Individually, Kyle Larson is very, very good. Uh, there are five races he could have won this year had circumstances fallen a little bit better. And nobody else can make that claim. Nobody else is even close. So I think Kyle Larson, if you're grading, is is an A+. plus. I just feel like they're, they're exceeding expectations. Uh, Joey Logano has been pretty decent. I know he's only seventh in points. But, you know, when they, when they show up loaded, and Joey's so smart that, that they can be a threat. Phil, I, I, I don't know that we have a real good grip on how good the teams are compared to each other until we get to the Coke 600 in May. Around Memorial Day weekend, you, you're at about, I think, the 13th race mark. You're about halfway through the regular season. By then, you know who the contenders are and you know the teams that you don't have to pay any attention to. Now, Doug, if our listeners want to follow along with what's going on with the Performance Racing Network or yourself personally, uh, where can they go to follow you on the world of uh, social media, my friend? Uh, GoPRN.com is our website. All of our shows and our live races are all carried there. There's no subscription wall, so go on there and listen uh, as long as you want. And it costs nothing. For uh, At PRN Live is our Twitter feed, and we we do Twitter updates even on the races we don't carry. And, you know, I, I kind of find it amusing when people tell me I watch the race on Twitter. I know what they mean when they say that. They're just following along and they're getting their updates without ever having to actually look or listen. Uh, so those are two. And if you want to follow me, uh, I'm at Riceman61, and um, I try to engage the Twitter followers as long as they're halfway civil. And also don't forget Fast Talk on Mondays there with uh, Doug Rice and Alexis Erickson, Brad Gilly, and they always have a nice special guest that joins them to break down the night latest NASCAR news and information. And then also, uh, and then also, you'll be in Dover. We got Talladega this weekend, and then PRN for the first time ever will have coverage from Dover, and it's going to be exciting to listen to and watch on TV. So make sure you sync it up, listen to the radio coverage, and watch it on a television. Um, I'll, I'll tell your listeners one thing, Alfie. You can actually go up in Miles the Monster. I got to do what? that the last time I was up there. Oh, Miles the Monster is not a big, solid, monolithic statue. There's like stairs and ladders and stuff, and you can actually, if you're brave enough, I was not, you can go up in Miles' hand where he holds the car. Oh, no way. That's 
Well, I'll, I'll just I'll take your word for it that it was amazing. I'll just uh, take your word for it. Mr. Rice, as always, we appreciate you. We take the time to join us here on Southern Racing Radio, sir. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll catch with you down the road as we continue this NASCAR 75th season. And uh, looking forward to your updates and information throughout the season, sir. All right. Thanks a bunch, Alfie. Always a pleasure. Hey, this is Brandon Hutchison, Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. You're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie as we wrap up another week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And thanks to our great guests, Zinger Vice President of Communications over at Charlotte Motor Speedway, Scott Cooper. Also, the Director of Operations of the Cars Tour Series, Keely Dembinski, and then also lead play-by-play voice for the Performance Racing Network, Mr. Doug Rise, as they get set to broadcast their first race at Dover here in just a couple of weeks. Congratulations to Doug and the PRN crew for uh, making some history in a couple of weeks as they do their first race ever for the Performance Racing Network at Dover. And also, don't forget about our social media platforms. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash southernraceweek or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. And don't forget about our email address. Uh, Feel free to email us 24 hours a day, seven days a week if you have a comment about the radio show. Maybe you're a track who's looking to get some attention or maybe an up-and-coming driver who would like to come on the program and promote yourself Whatever it is, feel free to email us anytime you would like to. It's srwradio at yahoo.com. That is srwradio at yahoo.com. And uh, also thanks to uh, our great sponsors. I mean, we, we couldn't do this program without the um, great sponsorship, uh, including the Food Depot, of course, Bucks Tires, and then uh, Spectrum Resorts. Those great uh, sponsors always helping us out to bring you new episodes of Southern Race Week Radio every single week. And uh, that's going to do it for us here. We, we really appreciate you taking the time to tune into the radio program. And don't forget about the podcast as well, available for you on Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So enjoy your weekend, and I'll catch back up with you next week for an all-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. Mm-hmm.